Hi, I'm Lippy. And I'm Grumpy. Together we're Lippy and Grumpy Do Podcasting. Now, Lippy. Hello. It's been a while. It's been a long old time. And before we trot out a whole load of excuses about where we've been, a big thank you to the Screaming Tomato and Dr. Zamboni, who both uh, contacted me for different means, um, just checking we were okay. And we've been absolutely fine, but there's been quite a lot going on. Yes. So if we go back to September, which is the last one of these we did, I had taken redundancy. And mm. the one we were due to record, uh, I would have been a couple of days into redundancy. And, yes. um, and then something happened to you, didn't it? I was made redundant. <laughs> yes. Uh, so two days after I finished working, yeah. um, you were given I've, notice, um, yeah. sadly, from a company that you very much enjoyed working mm. for. But the good news is you found a job a quite quickly. <laughs> Well, you did have a month off. And a month, you, and a month paid to do nothing. Well, yeah, that's very true. And that slightly coincided with um, the Duck Whisperer. Also uh, guessing. Oh, sorry, Duck Boy. Duck sorry, boy. we've reverted. Duck Boy yeah. um, starting a new job and having, having, two weeks having off, a month's oh, garden I think he leave. had a month. Yeah, it was so. a good month's garden leave, wasn't it? So there was a lot going on in September. You found a new job. Yes, very uh, you, quickly, thankfully. Yeah, but well, not surprising. You're sort of an asset uh, to any company, and um, it's just been a bit fraught. So it's been all over the place, really. And then Christmas. Well, there was Christmas, yes, but that was sort of well, we were all ill just before Christmas, mm-hmm. and um, with colds and stuff, and that went to my chest. So we fully planned on recording one of these on the 27th of um, December. We did, didn't we? Yes. And here we are a month later recording. Yeah. And that's purely because I couldn't hold a conversation without coughing, spluttering, and (laughs) and just sounded like I was smoking 40 woodbine a day, which I don't. Anyway, if we go back to my redundancy, so Mm. I've been contacted when I knew I was going to be made redundant, I had six weeks uh, working time. Uh, but unfortunately, I couldn't do anything until the, my last day at the yeah. previous job. And, and I've joined a startup, which has been is just brilliant. And I don't think I've ever been as busy in my life. People keep saying I'm retired, but yeah. it doesn't feel like it. And no. <laughs> you, you didn't retire. You were made redundant. Yes, I know, but people thought I was retired because of the age. You were made redundant. No, I was made redundant. And uh, yeah, so the company is called Data Compliance and Integrity, or DCI as it's known uh, Mm -hmm. in short. And we look at uh, systems, specifically wealth management systems, because we've all got that background. And we look at data inconsistencies. Now, some of these will be a potential FCA breach so that's quite important and some of them will just be clearing up the data and these companies have an obligation to have up-to-date correct data so a couple of these we've turned on and we've generated millions and millions of errors which is a bit uh, a bit daunting to be honest so we we take a slightly staggered approach to it Um, but it's it's been an interesting journey the last few months so you know we're taking it from a startup 
software you sort of make things work mm. to a grown up company Launching. where we've got mm. well it's it's more so that you can respond to people's needs you you've got we've got a plan for developing uh we've got additional source systems coming mm. um into the fray as well it's very very interesting yeah. time and it's i was musing about it earlier it's odd how some of the stuff you curse when you're an employee you go actually that's a really good idea when you're <laughs> a part of the business so my grown-up title is uh chief technology officer but don't let the that most grown-up title I think I've ever heard you have. <laughs> uh, well, it is because I've avoided any sorts of responsibility for the last forty years, and um, although it sounds chief. very grand, I am a chief. Although it sounds grand, I am still writing code and sorting out stuff. So nothing's really changed. Just, just well, you don't have many title. employees yet as a chief. No, we don't. We, well, we don't have any employees actually. We're <laughs> working for the love of it. Uh, but I have had a massive increase in spam email since putting oh, that on LinkedIn. It's um, it, it's a colossal amount. Mm, those I, recruiters and salespeople, you'll be Well, it seems to be for all sorts. It's for cloud. It's for governance. Mm. Um, actually, it's very few in terms of recruiting. I had a few on LinkedIn to begin with, but um, I get many, many emails now, which is a, is a bit okay. annoying. So redundancies interesting and back in september uh uh, found a little thing from a chap called chris donnelly who i don't know um but it was talking about leadership and both you and i were made redundant because of a desire to increase profit Mm. and mine was through a company called mckinsey which apparently is a very well-known um well, hatchet job company let's put it that way and i mean in the process of reading a book about them and it's not good um it really is and the guy that came up with the idea of linking profit to ceo's bonuses uh, regrets it basically because mm. we've ended up where you just cut people and you take you know people like you that really enjoyed your job yeah um all of a sudden not working there and i think that's mm. quite quite bad. but not as i enjoyed my job had my manager and senior leadership fighting for me not to be on the list. Absolutely. And, and interestingly, the, the, the hatchet man went, didn't he, shortly after He you? did, a week after I went. Yeah. <laughs> so that says a lot. It does really, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. So anyway, it's a list of leadership green flags. And I think we can both agree that um, the, the so-called leaders we had recently have had very few of these, if any at all. So take an interest in your life outside of work. Never schedule meetings over lunch. That is such a big one. Oh, that is such a big red flag. They ask for your ideas. They ask you for feedback on the company's culture. They follow up or action the feedback that you give. And the company I work for, they had this big culture survey every year. And you put stuff down there and you Mm. know nothing's going to happen. They'll pick two or three things. They give every room they walk into a burst of energy. I'm not sure that's necessarily a good thing. Particularly if it's the, if it's the Depends toilet. what type of energy. <laughs> yeah, quite. If it's uh, terror typing, yes, that's quite, still energy, yes. but that's not yeah. the positive energy. It's the energy of fear. And they get stuck in with day-to-day when needed. Set boundaries and respect yours in return. I think that's really important with mm. more people working at home that there is a, there is a cut-off point. They praise in public, discipline in private. 
transparent about their plans, share the rewards of the business success, and give credit when it's due. And I think those are all very good qualities. Somebody that's a leader rather than a manager mm-hmm. or yeah. process manager. So something something to think about. And I was thinking uh, earlier today, um, about 20 years ago, there was a chap in Australia that worked for Ford passed away, and I cannot for the life of me remember his name. But his talent, he worked in the sort of special engineering office, was keeping all the corporate nonsense away from the people that worked for him so they could get on and create some really awesome automotive stuff and whether it's engines or parts of the car or whatever mm. he just kept that all away all the nonsense away so they could just get on and deal with it and very very few people are able to do that which is a real shame Anyway, going back to September, we had, did have a little bit of um, feedback from, unsurprisingly, the Screaming Tomato and Davros. Mm. And uh, I can't remember what we talked about in September, but um, oh, I think no we must have talked about Formula One uh, because Screaming Tomato said, I like the old days when there was still a race. Yeah, that's quite right. Yes. Uh, Nicky Lauder, James Hunt, Nelson, PK, and so on. And uh, when Senna came on, I was already on the way out. I'm surprised at that. I quite liked um the senate era um although you know he was very dominant so I'm a bit young you know, for that you're f- way too young for that yes yeah. i think the problem with formula one is it ebbs and flows so you'll have like when lewis hamilton first came in and well not first came in but won his first championship and the racing was amazing and then the racing was amazing when he was fighting max and now max is dominating it just kind of there's always a a couple of seasons where there is one person that dominates and you have to just either not watch those seasons or push through and wait for the next person to come and start rivaling him and then it turns back into good races that you want to see yeah possibly i mean there's always been a bit of uh dominance by one team or another you know so as long mm-hmm. as i've been watching it and and it's because teams you know they work out there's a mechanical advantage somewhere and yeah. you know, they they take um full advantage of that mm. too many advantages there um, <laughs> but i think it's become too much um i can't remember who I, I saw writing about it it's too much people that uh are there for the glamour not for the sport yes yes it has with drive to survive that's really picked that's up. really pushed it on but i mean the couple of instances with martin brundle in the pits with people <laughs> that i mean martin doesn't suffer that's the best part gladly. of the race well i think you're probably right just have the the <laughs> The grid just watch work. Martin try and talk to people he doesn't know oh. who they are. Or people not want to talk to him, not knowing no. who he is, which is the bad. That's bad if you don't know who Martin Brundle is. Well, well quite. I mean, he's been around for so long. Uh, and we've had a couple of ideas in the past about snakes in the car and water sprinklers that come mm. up. But um, I, I, maybe wait, you know, wait penalties like they do with yeah. touring cars. Um, I, the, the sad thing is there's lots better racing from a spectator's point of view. Mm that's available mm. um, which is a, is a real shame because it should be the, the pinnacle but i think it's the pinnacle of engineering and technology yes. not not spectacle yeah anyway we must have talked about odd names as well in september because the screaming tomato says my family follows some of my names for popular restaurants which are a combination of opposites and spoonerisms so <laughs> pizza hut becomes heats a putt it's a local, yeah. A local restaurant, Hungry Jack's, becomes Ravenous George, which I quite <laughs> like. I like. Yeah. Uh, other people have no idea what we're talking about. Are we alone in this habit? Um, no, you're not, screaming tomato. <laughs> but 
you do take it to the uh, the back sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we did have a welcome back, Grippy and Lumpy, talking about spoonerisms from um, Grippy and da- Lumpy. Yeah, Davros. I hope I'm. Well, I don't know which one I'd rather be in that scenario. I don't want to be yeah. Lumpy. Yes, I don't know. And he's he's come back with a whole load of things that are just unrepeatable on here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, yeah, so thank you, Davros, but uh, we won't be repeating any of those. Now, my notes for September had a pup date on our Australian Labradoodle Floyd, and mm-hmm. I put managing stairs and eating laces. Uh, well, obviously, he's a bit beyond that. Yeah, he is, isn't <laughs> he's completely beyond that. So he's well coming up for seven months old, mm. and uh, I can't believe the rate at which puppies grow. Mad! It, he's a dog now. He looks yeah, well, like a dog. He, yeah, yeah, he's a full-on dog. He had a haircut a few weeks ago. Looks lovely. Yes, looks much better. Uh, fluff had gone, and um, he, about half the size he was when he before he went to the groomers. So. <laughs> quite a lot of fur came off he looks i feel like he looks a lot taller now as well because he isn't just his hair isn't touching the floor uh he does but his legs have grown in the last week or so mm. uh so we've got a, a yardstick which is the coffee table in our lounge and his <laughs> back is just above that now it's so, how far that, his nose his can get to the middle of the table oh well, he constantly he rests his chin on the table now just looking yeah. see what's on there so you can't have see anything that's grabbable any tissues tissues are his favorite uh, but he'll grab anything uh he ate my earplugs last week from the bedside oh, yes. cabinet where i got up in a hurry and not put them in the and um, we found that in we the did table. find those again we did didn't we <laughs> yes um yeah but i've washed them off and they're fine so that's no <laughs> no i didn't <laughs> no, i definitely didn't so they really will eat anything and uh and he's turning into a great dog we've we've been out for a walk this morning a bit frosty and it was lovely it was quiet you could hear the birds Mm. um the geese woke up and they make a hell of a racket and he's quite perturbed by those because he can't see them he could hear them ah um and they fly over the house generally twice a day and uh, he can hear them and just not sure what they are not impressed so, well not, not impressed he's curious because oh, i could hear that but i can't see it mm. so we had a we had a good old ball this morning which was which was nice and he, he likes meeting other dogs not all the other dogs like me like meeting. Me so he's very slowly <laughs> learning that lesson he's not yeah he's not quite learnt, has he that not everyone is friendly and wants to say hello no absolutely not and that is his biggest distraction um if he sees another dog that's his soul uh, focus so if you try and get him back he, he doesn't come back so we, we've got him on a long 20 meter lead now for tr- recall training yes and um this is coming on but it's uh, the the puppy instinct takes over mm. which you can understand it's the distraction isn't it you have to find something that snaps him out of the hyper focus of yeah oh, i'm looking at a dog i'm looking at a dog yeah so we've got a dog whistle and that does do it a bit um, but it will work once or twice, and then he goes, oh, no, I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not as interesting as the dog. It's definitely not as interesting as the dog or or the um, rabbit poo that I've now discovered over, <laughs> at, uh, over the playing fields. Lovely. Uh, quite like that. So, yeah, so we're, we're blessed with uh, an area called Knoll Park, which has put in as part of housing development in Cranley and it's it's just beautiful it's a uh, big lake there uh, lots of paths and it's it's a it's a great place to go with a with a dog mm. or 
children or just for a walk it is really nice and in 10 years time they've just planted two and a half thousand trees so in 10 years time it's it's kind of like fabulous and it'll Mm. be it'll be good living through those 10 years it is a good asset but it would be great to live through those years and i've started taking photos every time i go there for the same spot so we can see it uh, mature which would be nice oh yes remember i said there's no way the dog would sleep on our bed (laughs) yeah I do, but that was a while ago now. I'm pretty sure I said that that wouldn't last long. No, it didn't last long. Well, the reason I said no is because we've had cats before. and They'll they'll go anywhere. You can't, unless you shut them out. And then they just claw the carpet pieces. So the cats would come in and then they'd sort of go out some point during the night for a wander around and come back Mm. in again. And then jump on you and walk across your head and yep. just do Want a bit of attention. Well, they just do anything to annoy you, really. <laughs> it's um, they're a real pain in the neck at night. But the dog climbs on the bed. Sometimes I don't know he's on the bed. Um, and you, just, you wake up and you think, blimey, my legs feel really hot. And there's a, <laughs> because he's right next, to next, next to you. And he gets a bit too warm when he gets off. So he's no real bother, to be honest. Mm. And it's quite... Um, it's quite nice that he wants to do that. I think come the summer he won't. It'll be I think too it'll hot be for him. Far too warm. Well, actually, mm. come the spring, let alone the summer. Mm. So, uh, yeah. So never say never. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anything that dog doesn't do. No, we've had a bit of problem with when wife of Grumpy goes to play golf. Oh yeah, he um, wants to go. He wants. He he whines a lot, um, but. That odd, it corresponded with him not eating very much. And um, we discovered we got some new food and he just didn't like it. So oh. we've got him, we have, we mixed two different sorts of food on advice from a vet friend of ours. So we went to the one that we have been feeding him and he's been woofing it down again. Oh, okay. So I think we had a few days where he wasn't eating properly. So um, he was a bit sad, a bit hungry. Uh, yeah, just a bit miserable, really. Um, <laughs> Floyd. Yeah, poor Floyd. <laughs> yes. Um, but he's back to our two, uh, you know, we've got back, he's eaten his breakfast. He's um, now sucking away at a frozen peanut butter Kong. Oh, which is, yeah. nice. Um, so he's disappeared off with that. So uh, all's good with the world again. Yeah. And he has good. his little doorbell for if he needs a wee. Yes. Well, that's thrown a bit of a fit, actually. That just rings on its own now. Oh, I think there's, yeah, I think there's something wrong with the. Are you sure it's on its button. own, or is well, no, well, there might well be. If might be a ghost pushing it, who knows? But the <laughs> the door, the button bit was operating, and then it would go ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, and then it would stop. And you go down there, he's nowhere to be seen. Yeah, he's, not, he's the probably doors upstairs. Open. Like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah, he does like lying in. Oh, if he can sleep until half past nine, he will do. Mm. No, no problem whatsoever. So, yeah. A uh, quarter to eight walk this morning was a bit of a shock. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bet. Anyway, our plan for Lippy and Grumpy is carry on. Yes. Um, now we're we've back. Got back into the swing of it. What's the phrase? Uh, what's the saying from Harry Potter? He's back. <laughs> That's us. Oh, I, I wouldn't. Do you know. not know? Yeah. You know when. Yeah. You know, in I can't remember which one it is. The one after the all the games. I think I stopped watching after the games one because I found that one was a bit rushy. Yeah, they tried to fit a lot into that one. So then the next one, it's the first time the the Minister of Magic sees Voldemort, and he just goes, "He's back." I do vaguely remember that. 
But Duck boy um, and I, I say that phrase all the time. Oh, do you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Referring to whom? Just random things. Oh, okay. <laughs> like things coming back on the telly. <laughs> oh, talking of which, by the time you listen to this, The Apprentice would have been on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would have Tuesday? been on. It's on Thursday. I think it's Thursday. the first, which is the first. Uh, yes, and having looked at the candidates, there was an interesting number that answered the question, what's your biggest business fail with? I'd never fail. So mm. they are top of the list for cannon fodder, in my view. Yep, yep, agreeing. I'm in, I'm interested for the Battle of the Pie Men. There yes. are two, two pie, pie owners. Yeah. Not pie owners, because anyone could be a pie owner, but a pie company owner. <laughs> yes, that will be interesting. I think what we should do is on Tuesday each predict a thursday rather each predict a winner oh okay yeah after we've seen the first episode yeah okay see i did that last time and was it last year when they were all awful like it got to the final stage and i was like no one deserves to win this but there was a girl earlier on who got fired for the stupidest thing Mm. who i thought should have won and i think if he got to do it again he probably wouldn't have fired her for the really stupid thing Okay. I think she made a spelling mistake. Oh, yes. And and she was... Yeah. Yeah, and her two teammates didn't tell her she spelt it wrong. Yeah. You see, but I think they need to... I've said this before. I think they need to bring it more up to date. I think they need to be able to use the internet. Yeah, like, like it's, no one spells things anymore. Well... Thank God uh, for but, my dyslexia. Yeah, but, you know, there are a number of people, you and I included, that have trouble spelling for whatever mm. reason. Yours is dyslexia, mine is just pure stupidity. Well, yours is probably dyslexia as well, to be honest. <laughs> and, and I rely on typing into Google what I think is how you spell mm. the word sometimes to, to get it. And it's just the way it is. And I, I ask Siri, because I can say the word, I just can't spell it. Yes, that's true. Ironically, I, it's better if I see it. Oh yeah, he brings it up on the screen for me. Oh okay. Yeah, I can't. I can't type it as he's talking, but no. he brings it up, and I can read it and type it. No, which is is odd when you think about it, because you know, like sometimes mm. I'll read something and the letters are, have jumped all over the place, and I'll read get the words wrong, which is why I read most things twice at least. Um, but then, when you want a spelling, I need to read it to spell it. Not listen to it. Yes. Which you think would be yeah. like, oh, it's bizarre. And half time, I can't read half the words anyway. There's something, something really messed up up there. Yeah. But, but. I am slightly addicted to TikTok, unfortunately. But it's the 30-second videos that just get me. Um, yeah, anyway, so I'll spend hours on that. But mm. last night, I was doing my little routine. Just before I go to bed, I watch a few TikToks. And there was a lady on there doing, I think she called it like the vegetable dyslexic test. And... It was three questions, and the first one was, what is the word kale backwards, but using the sounds, not the letters? Oh, my word. So how would you say kale backwards, just using the sounds? Ella. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said, but that's using the letters. <laughs> kale. I don't know. Seems lake. a stupid exercise. Lake. It's lake, yeah, because it's kale lake because it's using the sounds oh, yeah. not the letters yeah. so i did the same as you i was like elec and i was quite mm. happy with that yeah. well i'd one. stop stop yeah stop so then there was that one. well there was two more which i won't say because they were all as hard as each other and she goes if you said 
lake five and something else then you probably don't have dyslexia if you had an issue with even one of these you do and i couldn't do any of them i was like oh i forget sometimes how dyslexic i am yeah but it's again it's this and i've banged on about this many times it's it's a simple test or one figure to represent Mm. whether something is true or not and that's that that's not the case because that is such an odd thing to do Mm. It's, it's not something you would do on a day-to-day basis. And I think no. diagnosing dyslexia on the basis you can't say K or backwards is, well, as many well, organisations... an indicator that you could have Well, dyslexia. an indicator is, but uh, maybe. But, um, yeah. I, yeah, struggle with these things. I, re- I remember... One more dyslexic comment. I okay. remember having my dyslexic test. Mm. I don't remember it very well, but I do remember having it. And I remember feeling like I was doing a really good job and I was being really intelligent and I didn't yeah. have dyslexia. But that's how they make you feel because they're very inc- like encouraging when you're doing the test and very yes. nice, obviously, because they mm. just want you to keep going and do what you think is right and not what they think you yeah. want to put. So, yeah, I remember thinking I was really intelligent and then finding out I wasn't. <laughs> yes, it's a bit like these, I can't think what they call them, the tests they sometimes have with a job interview. Um where they ask oh, you some personality tests. Yeah, there's another name I've heard, but I can't think what it is. And they ask you some very odd questions. And, mm. uh, but apparently they're um, certainly for div- code um, computer software developers. They're Map testing, is that it? Oh, God. Psychometric testing? Yes, psychometric, psychometric testing. testing. Yeah, apparently it's, it's, it's quite good. Yeah, we used to do that in my old company. I used to get to send and read the tests which mm. was hilarious and they but people would score zero and they'd still hire them <laughs> yes yeah, so the, the one place i remember doing this they said we don't use it as a as a yes or no but we do consider it which seemed a yeah. bit odd why bother if, why but, yeah uh, and no one understood the the results even like i had mm. didn't really understand the results no like no one knew really what they meant they just they were paying money to have this test done and then everyone was a bit like oh okay so yeah they got that cool well again what we want is a hire them or mm-hmm. don't hire them our answer out of that but it's and a it complicated not, thing it can't do no that, it gives so. you tips on how to manage someone with those traits yeah. or those okay results Sorry, I just put a banana in my mouth. It was yes, a really bad timing. Right, okay, then, Nippy. Well, we're going to knock this one on the head, and then we're going to carry on and record the next one. Yes. Which will be out in... Oh, I can't look at calendars now. So um, so the one you're listening to will have been out on the... The 2nd of second, February. Second no, of the February. No, the 1st. No, the 2nd. The 2nd. 2nd of February. Friday and then the, the 16th. 16th, thank you. You're a good secretary. Well done. That's it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can help spread Lippy and Grumpy's view on life by leaving a review on your favourite podcast platform. If you're not sure how to leave a review, or if you download from Spotify, there's some help at lippyandgrumpy.uk slash review. And if you would like to get in touch, email podcast at lippyandgrumpy.uk. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. Goodbye. Goodbye.